You're sitting there saying, well, how do I get in community? How do I find people to get involved with here in this church? Here's one way. We're starting classes September 16th. September 16th starts our discipleship classes Sunday night, 6 p.m. If you're alone or don't have a group of people or friends, you can get involved that way. September 16th at 6 p.m., you're going to be in class, whether whichever one it is, with community because it's a high emphasis. The second thing we're pushing for community is love the triad. Find some way to serve in Jesus' name throughout the triad. All you have to do is go to that website, and I promise you, if you are serving under the banner of love the triad, you're going to be in community with someone. Guys, this may be the cheesiest thing you've ever heard of, but next Sunday... Next Sunday, we're having a church picnic. Guys, it's an opportunity for community. Those name tags are on you for a reason. I need to know your name, David. I need to know that you and I are like-minded and we're moving in this thing together. And we're not designed by the Father to do this alone. And so these friends of mine and Pastor Brent's are going to just share some things with you today and and my prayer at the end of this thing whoever brent assigns to pray is that what you all are a part of would multiply a hundred times over in this community i spend time with jamie this is jamie right here you see jamie sometimes playing the bass jamie and i we hang out don't we we do community together, and that's what this today is, a panel of people who do community together. You guys know me, don't you? Do you love me? He loves me. His wife is Devin. She and her daughter, Olivia, were praying over there, and I just had to have some prayer uh, because they are prayer warriors, and they see things that God is doing in amazing ways. It's amazing. Um, uh, my good friend Todd, Todd, you got a microphone? I want the people to hear this. Todd, before you even started coming to this church, um, before I started paying you to come to this church, right? (laughs) How often and how long, how long have you and I been praying on a regular basis together with a couple other friends? We've been, we've been here for about three years and you and I probably were praying together at Foster Hobbs on Monday mornings for a year or two before that, every Monday morning. It's phenomenal. We've been praying for almost five years, four or five years together. He didn't attend this church. Let me just say this. Brent's going to say some things and we're going to ask some questions. But we want you to be in a community with believers who love Jesus and they don't have to attend this church. I believe that we can get in groups of other people who are like-minded and wanting the same thing and they may attend the church down the street. Todd and I, I didn't set out praying with Todd so I could get him to come to this church. I prayed with Todd and a a couple other of our friends because we wanted to see God truly move in powerful ways in our community. And if you ever get a chance to hear any of these guys, this this story, and I know you're writing a book. I know that that's a process that is in the making. Read it because God is doing things through this man that I have never heard God doing other than like in Old Testament times. His wife's Tina. She's a prayer warrior. Now listen, she literally has a prayer closet. And I think my name is on a piece of paper in her prayer closet. And let me just tell you something, that's a good thing. Here's a dear friend, Gary and Laura Humphreys. If you ever around the community, you see them quite often. But these guys are in community together. And what they have, I am wanting them to impart 
on our church. And that may be a scary, weird word for some of you, but what God has shown them, done in their lives, blessed them with, what they do on a weekly basis, we are wanting to hear from them and we are wanting what they have to flood over you because I want it to encourage you to get in a group, not a group necessarily under the banner of Hope City, but in a group of believers who love Jesus and are passionate about seeing his things done here in our community. Amen? That's where we're going for a little while this morning. So um, I don't even know who, I'm going to start with you. You don't have the microphone, Gary. First question, Pastor Brent's going to jump in here. Um, First question I have for you, and the whole group can tag team this if you want to, but I want to hear specifically from you. How did your group, call it a small group, community group, life group, whatever you want to call it, how did your group that meets every week on a Friday night. Y'all give up your Friday nights. No, we get to give up our Friday nights. You get to give up your Friday nights. How did that group start? Tell our friends. The first step was just a burning on our heart. Um, We just felt that God had led us to do something with a small group. And this is actually um, my fourth, her second um, small group. It's one of those things where when you feel like God just wants you to go out into the community and, and plant your feet, you, you do it. Um, so that's really where it started. And then after that, it led to a lot of prayer of who to invite to these groups. Mm. Um, it wasn't just a, hey, you know, Brandon's my friend. I'm going to invite him over. It was a serious prayer of, you know, us praying together in our group that we do together. And then another group that I got with it, with a group of guys, it was me and and two of the guys praying over who should we invite to these groups. And then it kind of became an organic thing from there. So, so hi. (laughs) So wait a minute. You just said that you're a part of more than one group. Yes, sir. Um, yeah. In God's kingdom, it is. So just give a, give a, a quick illustration of what a couple of those groups look like. So the Friday night thing, and then tell, tell them about the whole like pub theology, that kind of deal. Okay. Um, Friday night is married couples. And um, when, when the Lord laid it on Laura and I's heart about three and a half years ago, we, again, prayed about it and came up with uh, a group of couples. And, you know, we after he would lay it on both of our hearts, because that's kind of what was our fleece for him was, you know, if you want us, you've got to lay both, you've got to lay those people on both our hearts. Cause it's not just about me. It's not just about her. We both have to be fed. And he would lay a group, a couple on us and we'd go have a conversation and invite them over. And if they stayed, they stayed. Sometimes they would stay for a week. Sometimes they stayed for years. Some people stayed for our second group. Um, so that was our first group that we did that. Um, then about the same time, I went to Scott and I told Scott that I felt God was calling me into the ministry. And Scott's like, oh, that's great. And I said, one second, preacher. <laughs> He's called me to a bar ministry. He's like, that's awesome. So we need people in the dark places. I'm like, that's your, I'm your guy. So um, I started a pub theology group in High Point with a group. You know, again, me and another guy, we started praying over it. Five guys got laid on our hearts. We, we started meeting. Um, had the opportunity to pray for healings in the middle of a brewery with about 40 people watching. And you talk about a ministry where people, you know, see Jesus, that's a way to do it. Um, things changed in season. So both of those groups that we were in at the time kind of 
we had to dwindle them down, and then things opened up. It's another season of life. So we said, okay, let's start a married couples group. And we started praying about that. God laid certain people on our hearts, and we went to them. And now they're part of a Friday night group. And literally when we don't meet, we feel frustrated because we're so used to being family that it's, that it's tough not to be together. Um, and then about the same time, uh, he laid on my heart again to start another pub group. So I started another pub group in uh, Thomasville with, a, with another group of guys. And, you know, again, people from all over the area. And I, you know, I know that that sometimes it's it, it, down here in our, in our. I don't want to not knock in our culture, but it scares people when we start to think outside the box like this. And and you know, um, I, I know Andy Stanley, and some of you know him. You've read some of his stuff, but he he quoted this. He said this, and I quote him: "To to reach um, those that no one is reaching, you sometimes have to do those things that no one else is doing." And so, did I appreciate your your heart for Jesus? Y'all baptized somebody one night out of that, didn't you? Like, yeah, I mean, literally, you guys baptized somebody in the fountain in downtown Thomasville. Yes, we did. Yeah, we were. Yeah, we 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 only got a few phone calls from that. So, um, and we don't we don't condone those kind of things. But the scripture, Philip said, "Hey, there's some water. Why don't we get baptized?" And that's what I think. Seriously, the the guy said, "Hey, there's some water there. Why don't you baptize me tonight?" So. Yeah. Crazy kingdom things going on, and, and again, not everyone is is you know called to do that, but you were called to do that. I trust your heart, and I love Jesus coming out in you. I want to ask you a question, Jamie. Um, Jamie and I, we've known each other for just a couple of years. Uh, Jamie's a musician, very talented. He uh, works a, a, a laborious forty-hour, fifty-hour-a-week job. He, he's just your, an everyday guy. He's got a sense of humor like nobody I've ever met. Um, many of you don't know that because he's not going to be outgoing loud, but I want you just to tell us a few jokes here this morning. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. I am, here's what I'm getting at. Like, why is going to a group important to you? Um, I think, uh, well, 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 when we first heard about this group, my wife said, um, yeah, there's a, there's a small group starting how do you know i was because oh i don't i that's not yeah i love people but i'm not I, i've had a bad history with small groups and just church things churchy stuff and i and so it was uh, immediately i was kind of not i was opposed to it for not probably the best reasons can, can i stop you there and i want to take a survey you can of the stop crowd. me anytime you want how many of you, you all can send me back to the seat if you'd like it's what no, you <laughs> see what i'm saying how many of you in here have had a bad experience with trying to be in a small group with other church people and, and you just had a bad experience? Raise it high. Don't be ashamed. We've got t-shirts for you all after this. So it's, it's a real thing. We're just trying to be very transparent, honest with this. We've been in bad small groups before. I told you about one of mine last couple of weeks ago, I think. So go ahead. Like, why is this important, dude? I think it's important um, in the sense that we, we feel like we can do things alone or I shouldn't say we, I'll speak for myself. Um, I often feel like I can handle things alone. And then I've got my, my methods and my ways of being comfortable and knowing what I'm doing. But it's, there's a reason that we're called to community because we do need one another. And it's not, and I, it, it gets to where it can sound cliche and, but it's not, it's, it's, it's as deep as um, any concept we could, uh, tackle. We're meant to be in a community together, 
because we can't go through this alone. And um, so I, I don't have any super insightful, but that's as, that's as real as it, I mean, I think that's as simple as it is and as, as deep as it is. It goes along just with the same thing Jamie said. Um, <laughs> Laura says it's because of the food. <laughs> there is an art group. Um, just for community, um, for the need to uh, be together with some like-minded folks um, to, you know, share the things that you're going with and, uh, you know, have them pray for you, support you. Um, you know, our group, quite honestly, is, uh, you know, we meet on Friday nights and uh, it was intentional when we first got together and, and discussed it that we didn't want this to be a group that we were uh, specifically doing a, uh, a study or, or even, quite honestly, that it was intended to be a, a super spiritual thing on Friday nights. It was, uh, you know, let's get together and hang out with some like-minded folks at the end of the week and uh, relax and, uh, and see what the Lord does. And uh, you know, sometimes it's just a lot of fun, a lot of laughter, and some good food. And other times it's, uh, I thought, didn't even discuss this before we came up here this morning, but I think um, probably some of the most significant things that we've seen happen is when uh, us and this group and the others in our group have taken some road trips, um, thinking about uh, that trip to Atlanta that we did. Um, and uh, the folks that we encountered down there, I mean, the um, the waiter that night in the restaurant, um, the lady at, at uh, uh corner bakery the next morning the guy that we met at the venue um we we went down there to do a prayer walk for uh one of premier productions uh, big events down there and uh, a bunch of stuff happened that uh we hadn't we didn't set out to do it wasn't intentional but clearly it was uh maybe been the primary reason that lord sent us down there and uh, it was just it's it's awesome to go and and uh when when you're doing uh family and life together um you just kind of follow what the Lord puts in front of you. Uh, you don't even have to be intentional. Um, he'll put you in the circumstances to, to see some pretty amazing things happen, and, and we have in several, several times. Uh, so Jamie or Devin, one of y'all, explain how uh, the group that you guys are a part of got started, just briefly. Um, uh, after... We had invited uh, Scott and Daisha to my daughter's um, birthday party, and um, I had asked the people that I had invited to speak a word over her, and it was a really amazing birthday party, and I don't know, two weeks later, maybe Scott um, sent out an email saying that there was an atmosphere that really moved him, and he wanted to um, have that in his everyday life, and would we be interested in being a part of a group, and I couldn't respond fast enough, we are in, and um, so it's, that was a, just over a year ago, that's how it got started. Can anybody join your group? No. <laughs> why, why not? Um, because Jamie, her husband, does not like people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like people, just... Yeah. Just some people. <laughs> it's appropriate. <laughs> it is a closed group, and um, which is very special. I've never been a part of a closed group before. Um, but it created a, um, 
a safety and um, a sacredness and an intimacy. And there isn't this, um, I, 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 it's it sort of set a foundation for actually growing and doing life without the expectation or the wonder if people we don't know are going to come in or whether they're going to leave. I don't know. You want to add to that answer? No. I'll add to it. I'll add to it because it sounds terrible. We're in a church and we're supposed to be open to everyone. But but that's a lie I think the enemy has, has capitalized on is that we're supposed to do this life and we're supposed to trust and we're supposed to let everybody in on everything that's going on in our life. And, and that's just not it. And you can't do the life that we do with, we have six couples in there and 430 kids, it seems like. Um, but we do life with six couples. I mean, we don't do life with you guys, do we? I mean, we hang out, we know you, I pray with you still, we love you, you you're amazing people. But we don't get intimate like we do with your group. You don't get intimate with me like you do with your group. And that is, I truly believe, how God is wanting this thing to operate in our community is he has placed people in your life that you are naturally drawn to, that you truly enjoy spending time with, right? And he wants you to become intimate with them. See, Satan has even jacked up that word, hasn't he? When I say intimate, some of you go immediately to how the enemy has jacked up that word. But we are intimate with this group of people. There are six couples that we do life with. And they know the details and ins and outs of our life. There are people in our group, we know the ins and outs of their financial situation. You know, Daisha and I, we, we were going through some stuff a couple of weeks ago. Um, some other friends of ours led the evening and they washed our feet. Guys, that's intimate. That people in our group who love us enough would take off our shoes and wash our feet and pray and prophesy over us. And here's the thing. You don't need to be in my group. You don't need to be in the coolest teacher's group. You don't need to be in the coolest group. But you need to be in a group of people, two, three, four, five, six people, that you are naturally drawn to and run after whatever God is wanting you to run after. If you're by yourself, if you're by yourself and you're alone and you find yourself isolated, I can tell you that God has a group of people out there and they may not be a part of this church, but there are people out there that God is designing you to walk through this thing called life together with. You have to have it. Some of the guys, I play tennis. I mean, I don't play tennis, but we just enjoy each other's presence. And we play tennis. We actually run after balls. That's what it should be called, and running after balls. But we, we do that together because we enjoy each other. And so I want to encourage you. And at the end of this thing, Tina, I'm going to ask you, but at the end of our time, we still have, you see that countdown, 14 minutes? At the end of that, I want you to pray over every single one in this room that there would be a God, Holy Spirit, Jesus longing to do life together like you guys are doing life together. Can I say, I think in my experience, um, there was a pressure um, to be inclusive, that to, to say um, that something was a closed group was like a sin in, in a Christian community. Like um, somehow that means that I'm only picking my favorites or whatever you want to say. And so... That's just not true. 
And there's actually a rest and a, a relief that comes with, with boundaries and, and freedom to say it's okay that, that we are with these couples and I don't need to carry some strange burden that um, I need to include everybody um, in this particular situation, if that makes sense. And I was going to say, um, so for us, we've had two small groups. Um, and so I think what was amazing for us is um, I had this impression that kind of if you're in small group, you kind of like are jumped in, you're jumped out, like it's got to last forever. And that's not necessarily the case. Um, that doesn't mean that those relationships have ended. They've just kind of changed a little bit. But it was also great to have a second round and to see that it was a completely different um, but the foundation was the same. And so what I really want um, for everybody to understand is small group doesn't necessarily mean we are sitting memorizing scripture and doing Bible kinds of things. Sorry, guys. Um, But our small group, I get to see what joy, like heaven joy looks like. We have got inside jokes that if you see, you might kind of, it's, we don't have a secret handshake. We just have the like, ha, 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 laugh. Um, and there's been plenty of times that our small group, when you or Brent have been given a message, we have looked and said, were they listening to us on Friday night? Because it is amazing how God strings all these things together. Small group is not for us something that just happens and it's separated. The other thing that I know without a doubt that my biggest prayer for every single one of you here is that you find people who are viciously, fiercely going to pray for you. I have no doubt in my mind when I send a message to my group that I don't care what they're doing. In fact, sometimes I'm praying that they're not driving and closing their eyes because I know that they're not going to wait or say, yeah, I'm praying for you. When they say they're praying, they are praying. And I have seen the miracles that have come directly as a result of my people praying for us. Like if if you get into a group of people that you love and love Jesus, that may be one of the greatest benefits. The fact that, you know, I mean, we, we constantly, and I hear you guys are too constantly. And there's other groups that I know that are a part of this, this thing too, that are constantly praying for each other. Tina, I want to hear from you, hon. I want to hear what's one of the coolest victories, breakthroughs, um, miracles that you've seen because of you guys doing life together. Well, I don't know. I mean, Todd and I have been a part of small groups in um, our previous church, and we hosted uh, small groups um, for years, and we're part of two small groups now. And um, I think just the, um, I would say the the miracle of seeing change in our marriage and uh, the closeness that, that we've had um, through, I guess, the last five years um, has been the mir- biggest miracle in our lives. Um, and um, just being able to to share that with like-minded couples and couples that um, are just, you know, wanting to um, see change in the community and see marriages change, and um, that's just kind of our heartbeat. So you're saying that you a miracle like that you and Todd's marriage has gotten stronger. Oh, absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah. So all right, did I just hear one of y'all or multiple of you say that when you guys get together you don't study the Bible? 
like expound on that for a minute? Yeah, we no, we um, our our biggest goal is um, just to do life and um, to have joy and to laugh together and to cry together if we need to, and um, it's Not just until we cry. Yes, yes, hmm. um, but uh, it's like the. Um, Friday nights are the highlight of our weeks. Um, like we, when we don't have small group, I mean, it's just, it's not a complete week. Well, and, and what comes out of that is, is always the rest of it. Uh, just like our trips, some of our road trips, uh, Friday night may not be intentionally spiritual, uh, but when you do life with, uh, with a group like this, um, you're not going to experience uh, those things not happening. Yeah, see, that's, I think, our goal in this, in this over the last few weeks, and we're going to continue to push this on front burner, is that we're gathering around the person of God. And his presence is what is at the center of our small group and y'all's small group, it sounds like. And there's other small groups that are meeting that do things a little different, different flavors, different colors. But the key, the foundation, the bedrock of this thing is what we're wanting you to hear is that you can gather at McDonald's with a group of friends. And if, if it is your intentions to be centered around the presence of God, God is not going to disappoint. There are many times over the past year and a half that we have gathered that we have not taken out a Bible and looked at a passage of scripture, but the presence of God has dominated our time. We have laughed when we needed to laugh. You girls do most of the crying when you need to cry. When we need to stop and pray, we pray. When we impart words on each other, when we celebrate each other's birthdays and we speak of their identity, we do that. It is centered around the presence of God and not necessarily me as, I'm not even the leader of our group, sitting there opening up the Bible and saying, okay, well, let's study 1 Corinthians, which is not a bad thing. It's actually a phenomenal thing. But for the season that we find ourselves in, it is a season of rest and enjoyment, and laughter, and God's presence. So it's, it's, there are groups, we have groups, don't we, Brent, that do, do Bible studies and want to study. And, and listen, we champion that. Yeah. So if you're sitting out there and you're like, well, I want to find one of those groups, Pastor Brent will help you find one. But if you're wanting to find a group and you're wanting to do life together and you're wanting to hang out on Friday nights or Sunday evenings or whatever night, listen, you're going to have to like pray, hey, God, who do you want me to do life with? And guess what? They're probably already in your life. Um, so I, I want, you said you wanted Tina to pray over all of us, so we're going to do that in just a few minutes. I, just, I want to make one point, um, I guess, to kind of maybe put an end cap on it. Um, the, the reality is, is that every single one of us is in a group already. Your family, your workplace the sphere of influence that, are, that is already around your life, we are already in community. Sometimes we're in community with people that aren't believers, and sometimes we're in community with people that love the Lord uh, at your workplace, in your family, whatever. The question that I want you to kind of like marinate on as we leave here is does that community point you to the kingdom? Because if you look around the circle of your life and the people that you spend the most time with are not pointing you to the kingdom, then you, you're faced with a decision. And the decision is either 
you are the change of the atmosphere of those circles or you get the heck out of those circles. Because at the end of the day, the reason why the early church gathered to begin with was to heal from their wounds and to equip and encourage each other. They were getting beat, tortured, all that kind of stuff. We're not getting physically beat, but we are getting tortured. (laughs) We are getting beat by this world. We get hurt. We get wounds. We have struggles. And so the purpose of us gathering is to heal, to pray, to encourage each other. And so as you look around the circles of your life, do those circles point you to the kingdom? And if they don't, then maybe the Lord is asking you to be the thermostat, not the thermometer. Maybe you're the thermostat that changes the spiritual temperature of the circle that you're in. Or maybe it's time to peace out of that group and say, that is not an influence that I need right now in this season. We're designed for community. We're going to have it by default because we're all humans and we are designed that way. So just chew on that thought process. Tina, um, if you'll pray. I was going to just tell you, I think the other thing that is important and it's been said but not directly is that it has to be intentional too. We will default to being by ourselves. And there are plenty of times on Friday that I'm like, I just want to put my pajamas on and I don't want to be bothered, but I can promise you. It's kind of like going to the gym. Nobody wants to go, but when it happens, it is exactly what I needed for that moment. So it's easy to say, I am busy. I don't have time to add another thing to my plate. Take something off your plate because you need these people. I just want to say this before you pray, that, that what he just said, is it sounds harsh and it sounds anti what Jesus would have done, but that, that's exactly what, what Jesus did. He was on mission he was intentional, and he was everywhere the Father wanted him to be, doing everything the Father was doing and saying what the Father was saying. So I want to challenge you guys. It's just maybe the first step is taking an inventory of those people groups, circle groups that you are involved in. And as Brent just said, if they're not pointing you to the kingdom, and if you don't leave those groups refreshed and full then, then maybe it's time that you either take a step and lead that group and influence them for the kingdom, whether they want it or not. Or it sounds harsh. Maybe it is a time and a season for you just to, as Brent said, I got to go find some new friends. And so let's just pray for that over this whole group today. Amen. Well, and I want to uh, say one more thing that um, allow your wounds um, to be what brings you into a community. Um, Laura and I met, um, uh, I guess what, two and a half years ago, um, through a Wednesday night prayer time and, or a Tuesday night prayer time and just some things that she shared in prayer I related to. And like we had coffee the next week, talked about our families and next thing we know we're in small group together so just allow God to use the pain and the hurt and stuff that you go through to there is somebody else out there that has experienced it and has maybe come on the other side that may be your new community dear Lord we just thank you for um the intentional community that you 
have set a pattern for us. Lord, we, we've seen you um, heal through your community. Lord, we see that sometimes um, your close-knit community is, is uh, uh, 12 disciples, um, and that is your example of a community. Sometimes it is your three closest disciples and how they know the, um, the depths of your heart even deeper than the 12. And sometimes you're in a large community. Lord, we just ask that you would um, allow each person that has this desire to find a community. Lord, I just ask you to um, be, meet them where they are in the season that they are in, whether it's with small children, uh, whether it's empty nesters, whether it's um, going through hurts and pains um, of life. Um, Lord, I just ask that you would just open up the doors for um, each person to find um, that community that you want them to be a part of, that they grow and um, that they um, are just seeking after your face. Lord, we just thank you for, um, just thank you for community and thank you for the impact it's had on our lives. And I just ask that you would um, impart um, the community in our church. Um, but Lord, let it not be just our church, Lord. Let let it be um, throughout the community, Lord. Let us change our workplaces, change our homes, um, change our families, our extended families. Let us be the light that changes this community. And uh, we just thank you for your blessings. In Jesus' name, amen.